Welcome to That's So Romantical. We are two sisters that love to discuss all the romantic things from books to movies and more. We just love talking about love. Amber, I have kind of a weird question for you. It might be something you've never, ever thought about, but I have. Okay. If you had to have a pen name, what would your pen name be? Okay, so here's the thing. I have not thought of a pen name, but I thought if I was an author, I would just use my name. I haven't thought of like a pen name. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, would I go by Amber Connolly? Would I go by Amber Joy Connolly? So I haven't been very creative (laughs) in that, (laughs) clearly. Before, when I was a, a writer for a newspaper and I wrote articles, I went by my full name, Amber Joy Blair. So I was like, would I, if I were to do continue as a writer and doing like fiction writing, would I go by Amber Joy Connolly or anything? So that's all that my mind has thought of. I haven't gotten mm-hmm. creative beyond that. So clearly you have thought about this. So what would be... <laughs> Your pen name. Well, what you actually, do I have thought of it. Not that I plan to write anything ever, but I remember listening to a podcast one time where they talked about authors and pen names and things like that and reasons why maybe some authors have pen names. And so I thought, oh gosh, well, what would my pen name be? And honestly, I am the, like the least creative person ever when it comes to stuff like that. So I, I was like, maybe I would just make my middle name be my last name, Rose. And then I'd, I'd go by like HR Rose. Well, R is my, that wouldn't work because R is my middle initial. But, or then I thought, well, I could use my maiden name Blair in there somewhere, Blair Rose or Rose Blair or something like that. It would just mm-hmm. take, it probably, probably a play on my, on my name, but would yeah, you I know. want to do a pen name then? Or would you want to go by your actual name? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think I'd probably just go by my actual name. I don't know that authors go by pen names a whole lot nowadays. I know some authors do. I know, um, like, for example, Victoria Schwab. I've read some of her books, and she has a pen name. And then an author we've read recently, Morgan Rhodes. I think that is a pen name. So Historically, um, I think people had pen names, or people had names because when they were, like, women writers, maybe not to reveal their identity. And there is, like, stories of, well, well-known authors going by a pseudonym or like a pen mm-hmm. name or whatever they call it. There's like kind of different names for it and different reasons why, why they've chosen to do that. Yeah. I, I heard sometimes they'll go, they'll, like the one uh, author I mentioned, V.E. Schwab, she goes by Victoria when she's writing for younger, a younger audience. And then when she's writing for an older audience, she uses V.E. Schwab. And so I think some authors will do that if they're writing in different genres, they might use a different name um, just to you know, distinguish this is, you know, now I'm writing in historical fiction, whereas maybe her other books or his other books are science fiction or something like that, just to kind of help readers know what to expect. I've also heard that some female authors will take on, like, for example, J.K. Rowling, they'll use their name, but they won't list their first name or they'll make it sound a little more masculine. Because oftentimes, if they want male readers to li- to read them, male readers tend to not pick up female authored books. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm sure that there's lots of different reasons why people use pen names. But the reason why I brought it up today is because you and I have been having a little bit of a discussion about an author we read recently. 
<laughs> and you helped clarify some things for me. So one of our favorite books is written by Morgan Rhodes. She wrote the Fallen Kingdoms series. And we found out recently that she actually has authored other books under a different name. Right. But I got I got him kind of confused. I wasn't sure what was what. So you helped clarify it. Yeah, I um, was going through books and then going through Morgan Rose because I do love Morgan Rose's Falling Kingdom series. She has written my, probably my number one favorite male character, which is Magnus. And so, of course, being able to ability to write this great series and write this character that I love, I was like, I just wanted her to write more. I love to binge on authors and just take it all in. But Morgan Rose had just that Falling Kingdom series. So at the time, and then I was clicking through her stuff and then like some other books kind of came up and I was confused. I'm like, wait, hold on a second. Where are these books coming up? And then come to find out she's been writing in this particular genre, which is like an urban fantasy, particularly vampires genre since like 2006. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> so surprised, happily surprised. And I think maybe we could talk about this a little bit, opening that up, because we were waiting for Morgan Rhodes to have a new series come out. And it's been like three years since the Falling Kingdom series concluded. And we've been waiting for this new series to come out called Echoes and Empires, which you and I just read like last week and talked about and comparison. Yeah. yeah, the first book of that series. I broke my rule. And I actually read a book that's not completed because it's Morgan <laughs> Rhodes. And I was super anxious to finally read like something new of hers. So it's like this door has been opened for me. Her name is, which I had to clarify for you because you didn't know exactly what her name was. I was getting was. her confused with somebody else. Yeah. Yes. But her name is Michelle Rowan. And her first book that I can find that came out with is, was out in 2006. And there's been a lot of books of hers written since then, all in this kind of genre of vampires. Okay, so, so, but my question is, you don't typically like that genre. So are you going to read these books? I am. That's a good question. <laughs> because like knowing that she has the ability. So here's the thing. She wrote Fallen Kingdoms back in, oh gosh, what was it? Like 2000. 12 I'd have to look it up and see when her Fallen Kingdom started so th me thinking oh this is her first book this is her breakout book and it's so fantastic and such good writing kind of find out she's been writing like years before so I always wonder do authors like the books that they come out with they start with it's like that's their best work like that's just like the story that they've had time to think on and like you wonder mm -hmm. do books Sometimes with authors, like a lot of authors, their books start, start to kind of decline in quality. Sometimes not. Sometimes the books get better or they just kind of stay the same. So I'm thinking like, I want to see like how her writing is mm -hmm. fresh out of the gate as like a new author, like her first story and like her characters, if just kind of compare and um, with the hope that maybe there is like another Magnus type or that kind of um, character that I love and some of the characteristics can be found in another genre, <laughs> maybe in vampires. Well, well, you know, we're not completely against vampire books. We read the Twilight series, and I have read other vampire books since then. Um, it's just, I feel like I kind of outgrew that, that genre for a little while. But 
if somebody could write a really good vampire book, I'll read it. I, I did start one a couple years ago, and I just I couldn't take it. So you'll have to let me know if you do find some. And I don't think all of her earlier books were vampire. I think I think I saw a standalone that was like about angels or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you have to let me know if you find anything, if you discover any other great characters or great stories. And I think it depends on the author. I don't, because I have read some authors that, like I've tried some of their earlier books and didn't love it. And then I read a book of theirs that I actually did enjoy. So for me, Maggie Stiefvater is one of those. I read her uh, first book in the Shiver series that she wrote and I did not love it. And so I put it aside. I set it down and kind of moved on. And then I picked up um, the Raven Boys from her, and I love the Raven Boys. So, and that came out later. And another example would be um, who's the other author that? Oh, Holly Black. She's another one that's kind of hit and miss with me. And so, I think it depends. Some I think some authors can put out good books as they go, and then maybe some of them. I think we've experienced some authors that we love their first book, and then the rest that came out were just sort of nothing too special. Mm-hmm. So, well, I was looking at Morgan Rose slash Michelle Rowan and thinking like I wonder why she did this change you know because you talked before reasons why people have pen names or pseudonym pseudonyms monikers or whatever for different reasons and I don't know her reason why but I can speculate that as Michelle Rowan she writes these adult urban fantasies and then she wrote like a few teen urban fantasies. And then she's wrote some like adult urban fantasies where the front covers are men without shirts on. <laughs> so clearly, you know, kind of on that more that scandalous. It's called like the publisher is called Harlequin Blaze. You know, like the mm. Harlequin romances. And this is called yeah. Harlequin Blaze. There so is I'm also thinking, Harlequin, Harlequin Teen. So there's Harlequin Teen, Harlequin Blaze, and Harlequin Romance. Apparently, I, that I know of, yes, for sure. So she's run a few Harlequin t- t- Teen ones. Because Harlequin, Harlequin Blaze is all shirtless men. <laughs> and so I'm thinking like, oh, okay, so if she came on the scene as this like hot adult urban fantasy writer, and she mm-hmm. has a story that's, supposed to be like fantasy for young adult I could see like okay I need to do a a new name because Mm -hmm. my readers will be either like felt betrayed or maybe they'll be upset or they'll be confused because uh the Fallen Kingdoms is clearly okay for um young adults to read so maybe I'm speculating that'd be why Mm. she decided to do that so that's that is very possible and actually I, I think that's a great idea because her, distinguishing herself between okay these are my more mature this is for my more mature audience and then this is okay for young adults because one of my biggest pet peeves is authors who write who kind of publish themselves as young adult but then their content is so mature that I can't let my teenagers read it and so and so then I'm on guard and I don't want to read any of their stuff because I you know I think I'm going to run into things I don't want to be reading and so to target in on different audiences. I think that was, that's a great idea. But yeah, honestly, I don't really know of a whole lot of other authors nowadays that use pen names. I mean, maybe they are out there. It's just not something that I've really looked into or, or researched. So, you know, it's, it's so interesting that authors can have a voice that you can be reading one author and be able to tell that this is their style of writing. I mean, I mean, there's only so many ways you can put sentences together and yet, (laughs) 
you can oftentimes, if you're familiar with the writer, you can you can tell that this book is written by this author. Um, so did you feel that this new book by Morgan Rhodes, Echoes and Empires, if you didn't know that it was Morgan Rhodes writing it, would you have been able to tell that she wrote this book? That's such a good question. Straight off the, like my initial reaction would be like, no, I could not tell that would be a Morgan Rhodes book. What about you? I, I feel kind of the same. Part of the reason why I think I wouldn't be able to tell is because there's such different so Falling Kingdoms, it was a fantasy where there's magic involved. It's this completely different land where there's kingdoms and princes and princesses. And whereas this newer one, Echoes and Empires, feels very present, very um, like 2020. People have cell phones. It's not set in America. It's set in a different world, yet it feels very familiar. It feels, you know, like Hollywood sort of. And so I wonder if that's partially why, because the settings are so very different. But again, this is only the first in the series. I think as the series plays out, maybe it would be easier to tell that this is a Morgan Rhodes book or not, because I, do, I feel like this book was very different than the Fallen Kingdoms book. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, um, and as I'm going, as I was reading it or when I was done reading it, I was like, okay, let me compare the two and see if they're what the similarities would be like obviously the same person so is there is there some comparison between it and I could kind of stretch a little bit to kind of pull out some elements that I like from Morgan Rhodes writing from Falling Kingdoms um to this one the perspectives are different Echoes and Empires is first person so you're only getting it through the voice of the main character which is a girl and then Falling Kingdoms is the omniscient. It's a third person. It's third person. Third person. And there's um, multiple. Omniscient, yes. Yeah, so there you, are multiple perspectives. Multiple perspectives. So there's going to be limitations as a reader that I'm going to get. And then things that I liked about Falling Kingdoms and my perspective as a reader and what I could know about the characters and their feelings and emotions that allowed me to be more connected to them. I'm not going to get in a first person. Mm -hmm. But one thing I did that I do like about Morgan Rhodes is she is able to bring in a lot of different characters and for me to still find those characters interesting. I typically have a hard time when there's a lot of characters for me to be really interested in these other characters. I'm pretty much want to know about the two main characters, their love story, and their experiences. I can get like frustrated or bored with all these other characters. I think that's, it can be excessive and I can't sort it all in my mind. Maybe I'm just a limited reader that way. But with Morgan Rhodes, um, her story has a lot of characters that are all, I feel like they're all intertwining together, which Morgan Rhodes did at Falling Kingdoms as well. How all the kind of their paths cross and how it kind of merged and created this storyline which is pretty cool because it makes it pretty for falling kingdoms was kind of unpredictable echoes and empires i felt was more predictable but i didn't mind it <laughs> like i liked how <laughs> it was happening it's like this is what should happen oh it happened good <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah and sometimes when books are predictable it's the way the story is told that makes it enjoyable and so um, perhaps with you with morgan Rhodes, because you do like her writing so much even though it was predictable it was still a fun journey for you when those things did happen. So I'm curious to see, I, I don't know that I would 
say that I loved Echoes and Empires. However, I don't know if I would have said I loved Falling Kingdoms by that first book, although I really Mm -hmm. did like it by the first book. But sometimes stories need to, you know, simmer a little bit and develop. And there's still a lot of characters that we need to get to know in this series, a lot more that's going to happen in the next book. So I think it definitely has potential. Yeah, I feel like I like Echoes and Empires better than you did. That's a possibility. You, you might have. I, I guess because when I, we first get introduced to the protagonist, um, he's a thief. And I just w- wasn't expecting his personality at first. It eventually grew on me. And I actually I ended up actually enjoying his personality. Um, but for me, it took, took a little getting used to. It. And also, I guess that setting where it feels very modern. It feels very American. But it's not. So I had to kind of get used to that as well one of the things i liked about magnus and falling kingdoms is i liked his sarcasm and his way that he would always hide his true emotions and feelings basically he would almost say what he's actually feeling but he would say it like so it seemed like he's really sarcastic so he doesn't actually mean that which as a female that'd be super frustrating because you would not know (laughs) what he's feeling or thinking um (laughs) we don't actually want our men to be like magnus we just want to read (laughs) those characters (laughs) yes and so jericho which is the the main protagonist in echoes and empire is very sarcastic he's hiding his feelings with these statements and and stuff like that so i do see the similarities they're like there has to be vulnerability vulnerability there somewhere i just gotta crack through this hard sarcastic seemingly cold outer shell and and get to it one of the other similarities i guess if we're comparing the two uh echoes and empires of falling kingdoms is that with the couples i guess you would say the romantic interest they have an interest in one another maybe you know their interest is peaked but there's reasons why they can't pursue that they can't be together and so in this book she's done that again she's she's made it so that there is some attraction there's some chemistry between them but there's reasons why he won't allow it to happen or you know to progress or go any further and so and that's something I always enjoy reading about I like that I like to have that tension there and to see how the relationships develops despite all of that all those things that are keeping them apart and yet they're constantly drawn to one another also, what I like about Morgan Rose's writing that I've noticed in both these series now is her main character, the female, is a flawed female, and she she kind of owns it. Um, but it's not in like an annoying way. Like in Falling Kingdoms, you have Cleo, which comes on this on the scene as 16, 17, and she enjoys like being kind of partying, and she's kind of has this history of being being a party girl. And she's gotten drunk and made some questionable choices and maybe not surrounding herself by like in the best situations, which kind of gets her into this event that everything falls in line afterwards. And so Cleo comes on as someone who really is flawed, but still like likable. She has like this definite arc in how her character rises above all that. So then in Echoes and Empires, the main character, again, she comes on saying like she's gossipy and she likes really things and maybe might comes across a little bit more shallow but you also like shopping she's spending money and yeah spending money and but she's also like and people view her as as that like not really 
esteemed very highly, but you see some really good characteristics like loyalty and sticking up for herself and kind of some bravery and courage. So it's a good balance. I think she does a good job. It's one of my things I don't like is when these characters come into a story and they have no flaws. Like they're perfect and they're just shiny and they're just unrelatable and it's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I don't really want to read about, you know, Mary Sue. But yeah, I I mean, it'll be interesting to see because she did have quite a character arc in that first book. So it'll be interesting to see where the next book takes her. Yeah. I'm going to read Michelle Rowan's first book, the Immortal Bites series, and it's called Bitten and Smitten. (laughs) Kind of cute. (laughs) And I'm going to see, I'm going to see how, how it goes. I want to give it a chance because I mean, once upon a time, I did love vampire stories, so. Yeah, and I did too. So if you find yourself enjoying it, let me know. Maybe I'll join you. We can read them together. It did get some pretty good ratings. So we'll see. Yeah. And then we could talk about it if we find some fun, interesting things, interesting things in her book. But yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, it was fun talking with you about Morgan Rhodes slash Michelle Rowan and some of her writing. And let me know how your reading goes. Okay. I will. Thanks, Heather. Have All a good right. day. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye.